The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Brand Strategy Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about everything that you need to know to make sure that your brand resonates with your team and your clients. Each day this week, we're going to talk about the process of building a brand that not only resonates with your team, but helps you scale your business in a way that makes sense to your clients. Joining me today is one of the most influential brand marketers that I've ever run across in my career. Alex Chrisman is the founder of Ulta, which is a brand and creative strategy consultant that I hired to help me develop a brand at a startup I worked on called Handle. And today, Alex and I are going to discuss how to define your brand. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Alex Chrisman, founder of Ulta. Alex, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks, Ben. Dude, I've been trying to get you on this show for years. What took so long? I don't know, man. Life. But here we are. For everybody that's listening to this podcast, I want you to know, I think Alex is brilliant. No pressure, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, man. I've hired you to be a brand consultant and then took your playbook and started a brand consultancy of my own. And, and it was literally a direct ripoff of you. So I feel like I owe you a couple hundred thousand dollars. Maybe we just promote the crap out of this podcast and we'll call it even. Sound good? Sounds great. Yeah. All right. So... Back in the day when you and me were working together at a little startup called Handle, an email productivity software, you were a wine brand marketing consultant and you were starting to work on technology companies. Talk to me a little bit about your process for developing brands in the wine industry and why is that the hardest branding that you could possibly do? It's actually the thing that's kept me working in wine for so long because that's kind of been the thread throughout my career where I've worked in all these industries, touched all these different companies. But the interesting thing about working in wine is that it's a totally undifferentiated product that you have to learn to appreciate past a certain price point. And it's the reason why it kind of gets lampooned as being like, well, you can't tell the difference between one bottle and another bottle at 10 times the price point. But that's because it's not for everybody, right? It's kind of like fine art where you could look at a... Jackson Pollock and say, sure, my kid could do that dripping paint. But the point was they didn't, right? At the time that Jackson Pollock got made, it was like revolutionary. And these wines are kind of collected the same way. You are buying story and you're buying process and you're buying provenance. You're buying all of these other things that go into it. 
that when you pull the cork on that bottle, floods of experience come back and storytelling and significance. It's why people like opening bottles from 1945, because there's something so cool about drinking a bottle that had to be hid during World War II so the Nazis didn't take it, right? It doesn't make it taste better, but it makes it much more enjoyable. Rory Sutherland has a great bit about this that I love, super parallel. I think he's Ogilvy in London. He talks about if you have a three Michelin star restaurant that smells of shit, you're not going to enjoy the food very well. You shouldn't keep trying to improve the food. You hire a janitor. So, you know, at some point it's like you can keep pouring money into the product, but like changing reality is really hard. Changing perception seems like a lot of people don't really pay attention to. And I think that that perception gets us into our conversation about brand, where you've got a process that you've started to develop in branding wineries, and you've expanded to work in multiple different industries. You've worked in technology, you've worked in retail and fashion, and the process for developing your brand has been primarily the same. And I want to talk to you about the foundation of defining your brand. And that first step when you're working with a client or you're trying to figure out who your company is and what your company's for and how it resonates with your prospective customers, what's your process for going through and trying to figure out all the fundamental pillars of a brand? There is a little bit of secret sauce in figuring out how to unearth those insights, but you'd be surprised talking to most founders, they already know. They just... They have a hard time separating what's special about their company from what needs to happen with their company for it to be functional or aspirations that have to do with beliefs, vision, values, and things that are really at the core of brand and drive both brand and company culture from things that are like monetary success and scale. And those are completely different things. Like It's not to say that you can't build a brand that makes lots of money or is super valuable and that they're opposed, right? Because they go hand in hand. But if you're just focused on sales and money, then you're not really focused on creating value around your brand. So you said beliefs, vision, and value. And to me, that's kind of the infrastructure, the pillars that you need to think about and unearth to really create a brand. And where we talk about what a brand is, it is that collection, beliefs, vision, and value that encompass what a brand is. And then there's the creative component that comes out of an understanding of what your company is, what it's for. That is what the customers end up seeing. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. 
ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Talk to me about figuring out what beliefs, vision, and values, you know, how do you get that out of a company? It's sometimes the founders know it, but sometimes it takes a little digging. Yeah, it's true. So, I mean, there's a 360 questionnaire process we go through at the very beginning of every engagement. And that's essentially interviewing everybody from the CEO down to the front desk secretary, asking them all the same questions, which they're tailored to who the specific client is or what their particular challenge is. But it's really about getting a snapshot of where the company sits and then comparing all of those answers to each other and figuring out, well, where is the greatest consensus? And if you understand why somebody who's making a bottom pay grade or came directly out of college and decided to work at your company and is really excited about it, why they're there, then you understand it. If they're excited about the same thing as the CEO about the company, then you've got this massive alignment right throughout the entire org chart. That tells you there's something special there. And that reflects also on the customer side. I think that your alpha group is your employees, but you definitely have to take the temperature of your customer as well and figure out what are they perceiving and is there a gap. But that's kind of what we're looking for everywhere. So this is the part that I stole from you in my consultancy is that I looked at the way that you asked questions of the organization that I was working in and didn't just ask the CEO what they thought, but really took an impression from the entire organization, or at least all the relevant stakeholders. And the way that I think about it is like a Venn diagram with 10 circles. And what you're looking for is the overlapping portion that is most common, right? The darkest color on that map. And that's really what helps define what your brand, what your organization truly believes about themselves. And then the second part of that process that I took from you was, okay, I understand what the organization thinks about themselves, but then there's also this process of seeing what the prospective customers or existing customers think about the organization as well, taking their temperature and overlapping that on top of what you learned about the company. And when you get that overlap between what everybody in the organization feels is true about the company, and then what the prospective customers or target market thinks is true, that's really where your brand lives. It's the overlap between your organization and who your customers are. So with that process said, I mean, that was my process is trying to ask, you know, who are your customers? What's your brand? What do you sell? What are your products? Why are you here? Sort of big meaty topics and then going asking customers, what's the problem you're trying to solve? Where do you go find answers for that problem? What's the consideration set? All that stuff and overlapping them across each other. Now all of a sudden you have a picture of who you are and what your customers want. All part of the Alex Chrisman playbook. Walk me through how you think about the overlap between companies and their customers. So whenever I start working with a new company, especially now, and I mean, there's some stuff that I've added to process as we work together too, Ben, that I think is sort of helpful. I always rewind all the way back to definitions because I find that a lot of people who start asking after brand are focused on deliverables rather than after process. So the important thing about brand is that it's really, it's a synchronization problem, right? You talk about finding that sort of, I think of it as the red thread between everything you're describing it as the darkest color on the Venn diagram. Same idea. 
what you're really looking for is not just sort of like, how does this end in messaging and visual assets and creative? It should also be touching what products you make and why, right? This really should be a foundational exercise that synchronizes everybody's activities across the company. So when you talk about how do you get to that sort of red thread, it's usually there, right? Like the guys who started the company were excited about it. It's the stoke that other people bought into when they joined the company and decided to, you know, in the case of a startup, take a leap on an, on an equity package or something, or if it's a big corporate, somebody who's been there for 10, 15 years, you can look to the right players and say, I can kind of feel where the, the consistency and the energy is coming from and look at their products and say, well, look, you've made these three. Why are you going to make this fourth one that doesn't suit any of your goals, isn't on the same trajectory? It's usually more apparent from the outside looking in, which is why consultants get the bad rap of stealing your watch to tell you the time, right? Come in and interview everyone, ask the questions, and you just sort of synthesize, right? Well, and I'll play the flip side of that coin is, sure, developing a brand and having a vision and a purpose and a mission is something that anyone can do. Unearthing that and defining it so your entire organization understands it and can march in the same direction is not as simple as stealing a watch to tell you the time. There is some art and some science into doing that. And then again, this is two brand consultants getting together saying the importance of brand consulting. So with that said, Alex, unearthing the brand and defining the brand is the first part of the process here. It's the first part of the journey. And to me, you know, the process that you're talking about, which is talking to your team, understanding what the organization as a whole thinks about the work that they're doing and mapping that against what sort of the market dynamic is. To me, that process is what helps you to actually define your brand so it becomes actionable. And we're going to continue the conversation tomorrow by talking about how to set your brand strategy by taking that vision, those values, that mission and your purpose, and actually making it actionable. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Alex Chrisman, the founder of Alta. If you'd like to hear more of Alex's tip to building a brand, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about setting your brand strategy. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Alex, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you could visit his company's website, which is alta.co, A-L-T-A dot C-O. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J. A-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production.
Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.